Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. As another Mandalorian episode, we are now halfway through the season, which is absolutely crazy uh, to yeah. think about. Um, I mean, man, this episode was big time. I, I thought I thought maybe again, we got Bo-Katan. We know it's going to be an episode before we get Ahsoka, just going off by Dave Filoni, directs his next episode. I thought this would be a smaller mission with these two, but uh, this season, no. This season is all, is full bore, pedal to the metal the whole way. Uh, yeah. I mean, initial initial thoughts. What did what did you think, man? Yeah. So I I also was looking for okay. You know, we show up there, we're doing repairs. It starts off kind of slow, and you're like, uh, what we're gonna kind of further liberate Navarro, which is cool. And it just in the second half took a whole nother went to a whole nother level, and I I love it. I love it. Just little kind of, uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later, but some of the big, big freaking reveals at the end of this were just, were huge. I thought bo awesome. Ahsoka's coming. What else could there be, right? Also, how many more video game references are we going to make? Star Wars video games are... are Dark like Forces, season. man. Star Wars Dark Forces. It's huge. Yeah, let's it's, go. It's it's huge. We just did a big uh, collaboration, you know, on, on your channel, Box Trick, um, with your buddy Adam. And we talked about video games and how important they've been in this season. And I didn't think we were going to see another big kind of nod like that. And so we'll talk more about that later. But, I mean, initially that was hitting me again. Just like we're making these deep cuts. We're throwing in these these tiebacks to pieces of <laughs> things that were legends. That It's it's a big deal. So I, I guess that's all I really – I mean, more Baby Yoda was epic. Uh, more character development for, for um, all of our cast, right? 
Uh, it was cool to see what is happening on Navarro and what has happened since Mando left and how they've cleaned up the town, right? Cleaned up the town. They got a school there. Um, and, and did you notice there is a little Easter egg uh, if you catch it? Um, as they're walking into the school, if you look kind of behind them, there is a statue of IG, uh, IG-11. Really? Yeah, if you, if you I look did at it. Not. I did It was one of, the, one of those things, you know, I, I saw on Twitter, and I watched the episode twice, didn't notice it, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, and then caught it. Um, so, yeah, so uh, so cool. Yeah, like you said, uh, cool we get to see Navarro. Um, still some stuff going on there, man. The Imperials, uh, the Empire Remnant is, is still there, and that's what we were dealing with in this episode. So, you know, uh, Grief Karga... Um, says, hey, we got to go shut down this this last little bit here. There's a skeleton crew. And then we get there, and things are not the way, uh, not what we expect. It's, right. It is uh, Cara Dune. We find out immediately, hey, Cara, uh, with, with Cara Dune, hey, it's, um, this, isn't, this isn't a base. It's a lab. Yes. Yeah, big deal. I mean, it was supposed to be. I mean, the, 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 the crazy thing is, too, is that they've kind of, you know, moved some of that Imperial the, the forces that were there away, uh, we did always wonder, right, how, how does Moff Gideon get there so quickly? Why, why um, you know, that we wanted the child, remember, we wanted the child brought back to this planet, to this location, to be close to that lab. I mean, now it all kind of makes a little bit more sense that they would, you know, retreat back there, and that's that's where they're going to be. So, yeah, I, I was kind of blown away by that. It's, 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 it's secret, um you don't want a lot of activity because it is kind of a secret lab, so you're not wanting a whole bunch of ships flying in and out of there, drawing a lot of attention by the New Republic or by anyone, pirate, you know, uh, crime syndicates, whoever it might be. You want to keep this on the DL because they're working on some what looks like top secret, you know, projects. So, uh, so I, I don't know. That was that was another aspect that was that was really neat. It's not just any Imperial base; it's a lab. And, right. Uh, yeah. And and so some some big stuff that big stuff that happened there. I mean, wow. We see in the lab looks like they're cloning stuff. We get Doctor Pershing back uh, transmissions three days ago. Uh, so that was definitely interesting. And we we'll we'll come back we'll come back to that and what was going on here. But just to finish up with our kind of initial just thoughts uh, and and in review here. Um. Uh, so you know we went up kind of you know racing out of there, punching out of there. We get the Tie Fighters. We get Mando. Uh, and it's it's great seeing him in the Razor Crest take stuff down. Um, and then ultimately he's ending up leaving as he's headed to Corvus, which is next week's episode. Which is hey, it's coming out on Black Friday. Um, I saw in Star Wars some I've seen some some things saying it might be an hour long, which would be amazing. So and then we get the reveal kind of at the end. Ah uh, man, with those with those with those dark stormtroopers, right? Um, when I first watched it, I was like, "Are they are they clones? Are there clones inside this body? Is it just armor he's looking at? Like he's ready for the bodies to go get in it? Um, were they droids? Are they going to be kind of cyborgs? Don't necessarily know." Um, but clearly, Moff Gideon, who has been in this episode and the last episode, so we see he's busy, right? He's busy. He's got he's got stuff going on. Um, we know he has the dark saber, and so it's good. You build, I love you. You got to build the villain, right? You have to build the villain, and that's what makes it great. If you, you know, sometimes in movies and stuff like that, you'll have what seems like a cool villain, but they're just not on screen enough to make you 
scared of them, to make you fearful of them. And that's what makes that final confrontation that much powerful. So I love the way they are building Moff Gideon. Um, loved the episode. I mean, wow, you know, it's like last week. I thought last week was a huge episode. It's like episode one was like big and it was great. And it's like, wow, Cobb Vanth, this is cool. Boba Fett's in it. Um, episode two, which I love just because I love Baby Yoda eating the eggs and I thought it was great. Um, we get that New Republic tie-in and that's the same pilot, right? So it's the, the same, same same pilot we see at the very end, which I loved with the kind of more character development of Cara Dune a little bit there, you know, asking yeah. her about yeah. Alderaan, um, you know, did you lose anyone? I lost everyone. I thought that was amazing. So, I mean, to yeah. me, hey, this is, you know, the only thing is it's like, for me, this is a 9 out of 10 episode. Um, and last week, I think, it was also a 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, and, and it's only because I know, you know, it's like I haven't even seen it yet. I have no idea what it looks like. But going, knowing that we're gonna see Ahsoka at some point, it's like I don't know. I have to like save that as a as a as a ten out of ten. Yeah, yeah, I get you, you. you know what I mean. It's yeah. like it's like I ha- I have to I have to save it because I know that there's something bigger and better coming. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I I I, I don't know. If, I hope folks are paying attention because th- this this is the best thing for Star Wars. This is legitimately the Mandalorian is the best thing for Star Wars. I cannot believe the boldness and, and again i we keep just hang around here for a second because we are going to talk in just a moment about all of essentially what the dark trooper means for star wars and how it can be way more significant than i think anybody's even talking about and, and what it, what it could do for star wars because yeah. they're both they are being so bold about bringing these these uh you know characters and ships and like uh these little kind of hidden gems that were in legends they're bringing them to the main, the main screen. I, 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 I just, I, I, I can't believe it. And it's for me, it's awesome. So I, I'm with you. Nine out of ten. This episode is a big deal, and I, I know going forward, the next one is gonna be bigger and better. I just know it. Yeah, guys. Hey, guys, guys, let us know. Shoot us a comment. Send us an email at hyperspacehangout uh, at gmail dot com. Uh, and for those of you guys, hey, watching on our YouTube, hit that subscribe button. We appreciate it. And for everybody who's listening on the podcast, guys, our YouTube, we are cranking out content there. Uh, so be sure uh, to check that out um, as well. All right, as now let's go ahead and let's talk about the cloning. I think, I think, I think, I think that's almost where I think that's almost where we 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 got to go in 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 this because. You know, that's been the question that's been kind of, I'd say, one of the bigger questions that the series has posed. You know, initially, is Baby Yoda a clone? Are they trying to clone him? We got a little bit more answers finally with that. You know, Quill says in episode two, I don't think it's a clone. I think it's organic. We then see Dr. Pershing performing some kind of thing on it. It was kind of unclear as to what it really was. We did, and he said, no, I want to protect him. He, you know, he's he's just a baby. Don't hurt him. Um. So so we so we got to see that. Now um, we got Doctor Pershing back through a, through a holo, uh, through a hologram, which was great, and it was only a couple days old, so we know they've been performing stuff there. And man, they go over to the tank, right, and they see, and you, it's it's hard to see what's in there. But I mean, the first thing I thought of, and I I just I, I got to say it, and I I now that we're like a day removed, I don't think this is the case, but it's Snoke. I mean, mm-hmm. that's yeah. immediately what that imagery do you know brought up in my in in my mind. Um, and so, you know, I think now I have a little more time to digest. I think, you know, I think they're working on force sensitive or force resistant 
cl- uh, people, clones, essentially, to build this dark forces group. I think that's the way to go. Now, with that, in, in, its, in its own right, it's cool because with these new troops, with more powerful troops... I mean, I mean, the I'm sure the Empire knows. Hey, there, Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker and all these guys, the Jedi are still out there. There are still Jedi, and the New Republic will, might restore the Jedi Order. I mean, I think that's something you'd have to imagine. Yeah. And you're saying, you know, we need the most powerful troops we can because we're now beaten down, and right. we need to to rise up and take back over the the, you know, the New Republic. And so they're doing all this stuff on the Outer Rim. Um, and so it's cool. It's, 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 it's very, very cool. Um, very, very cool to see that now going forward and what it could mean. Um, it's, it's, it's awesome to see the, the cloning that the empire is doing in secret because we know from episodes and from the sequels, Palpatine takes over some sort of a clone body there's some obviously with Snoke, right? He he mm-hmm. was he was either trying to use himself as Snoke, or you know Snoke was a person originally, and they cloned him. There's still a lot of mysteries around Snoke. Yes, and as as you said um, in, our, in our last segment, a lot of this stuff is is really doing a lot for Star Wars and expanding it. And again, this is one of the things we said with when pe- there was a lot of backlash on the prequels. Well, Clone Wars. Changed a lot of that. Clone Wars changed the way people viewed viewed the prequels, and this could actually help us change the way we view the sequels. If you can show us some of the stuff that could tie into Palpatine's resurrection and Snoke, you could maybe make him a cooler character. Um, and so, I mean, I think that that obviously the Palpatine Snoke stuff is way off if we ever see it in Mandalorian. But just getting it here with what seems like it's going to be the Dark Forces is huge. Yeah, it, no, it is huge. And here's the thing. I, I, I think you're onto something in that later on, um, it's not, it wouldn't be, it's not too far of a stretch to say that we're going to go, if you're the first order and you're having trouble, or if you're the Sith, right? So that's the whole other, you know, thing. If you're the final order, right? I mean, like if you're, if right. you're, yeah, yeah. If you're the, if you're that faction, um, and you know, the first order is rising, it's doing its thing, but like all this is in, and we're leading up to Palpatine trying to return. Uh, with the Sith, well, we see them running those experiments. We we can see them secretly, possibly having ties. There are secret agents who are still in the Imperial Remnant or who are in the First Order. Uh, uh, you know, uh, Admiral Pride was one of those, right? In in the Rise of Skywalker. So it wouldn't be too far off to say if they were doing something where where they're working on Force sensitive uh, husks or you know uh, a body in which someone could whether they they make someone or you're going to transfer consciousness or if that's just cybernetic and it's going to be something that's going to fit into a suit, uh, whatever it is, the experiments that they're running, the data, the work that's been done there could be huge uh, for for Palpatine. Now, Palpatine also might know that he had this set up. You know what I mean? Moff Gideon worked for him and was was a member, right? I mean, he's a, he's a diehard, long live the Empire. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're saying stuff like that, which is, I mean, these guys are radicals. They are They are a different level of of imperial so they're gosh we, we saw it um uh, i mean they take each other out like they're they're not willing to give up any information to bo-katan or anyone else like everything everything that they're doing is is like top secret stuff so to me i was like why wouldn't it be 
why wouldn't that be sort of an early phase of or or some early research that they tap into later uh, to help Palpatine or to create Snoke or whatever it might be? You know, back in Legends, one of the issues that that we had is that uh, it was actually one of the one of the clones who was on the planet of Wayland. Uh, it was a Jedi Master, and he was cloned, and he was ruling his people there. It was in the Thrawn trilogy, and that guy was going insane because his body could not handle. I mean, like like. To create a clone in someone who was force sensitive is very difficult. That's why they're experimenting with, I, I believe, the the midichlorians or the blood or or whatever from the child because we can see how force sensitive he is and how powerful he is in the force, and he's just a toddler, you know. So they want that that blood sample to infuse it into these. What looks like there were several um, experiments or bodies or. Uh, some semblance of a body that they want to put this blood into to see how it's going to, you know, uh, react or, or, or work. And yeah, I, yeah, yeah. As yeah. they're, as they're making, as again, as they're, ma- as they're making these sort of super soldiers. Now we see these dark forces, um, the, these dark troopers, and they show up a lot of, a lot of places, but, but I mean, originally, I mean, one of the first places that they, they kind of appear and are really cool is star Wars, dark forces, the, the game. Right. And that is actually, um, the series that kicks off. It kind of goes under some weird naming, uh, things th- throughout. So you have star Wars, dark forces, Star Wars Dark Forces 2 Jedi Knight, and then the series transfers into this Jedi Knight series, and you have um, Jedi Outcast, Jedi Academy, um, in which you're mostly, for the most the majority of the series, you're playing as Kyle Katarn, who in Expanded Universe Legends is this other Jedi um, that goes on, and he kind of does his own thing. He's a great character. I mean, if, Kyle, if they introduce Kyle Katarn, um, so down because he is an amazing character why not he is a why i not? know why not what, like, he's a no huge not yeah he's a kyle, kyle kyle is a huge fan favorite people would people would absolutely love it um and, and so and so it's just cool again now we now we're getting you know we've gotten stuff from the books we've gotten stuff from live action or animated into live action now we're getting stuff from the games so it's just it's it's good it's awesome to see that these guys are are saying anything that is expanded universe is is fair game and we're going to use it and we're going to recreate it and we're going to adapt it um, and that's good because, you know, I, I think that, you know, there's all, there's just, there's so many characters that are already loved in the, in the star Wars universe that have been created and have stories and you can, now you can kind of look at them because they decanonized everything and you can say, well, we like this and this could work here and we like this and this could work here, but it's not like you have to like, feel like you have to tie it in together cause it's all new and you, it's a, you hit the reset button. But it's like right. you still it's it's kind of it's kind of like well if you want to go back to the toy reference which which Dave Filoni used right it's kind of like when you know you got all these toys you set up this big huge battle and all this stuff and then well you have to put them all away but now you open back up the box and okay well I'm gonna use this one I'm gonna use this one I'm gonna create something different right no exactly that that's a really good um, analogy yeah I mean like you're gonna this is what you have left over the your your older brother took all the cool ones and you're left with these characters and there are some really really cool well developed you know, characters in the EU. I I just cannot believe that they did this once again. And so to me, I'm, I'm telling you, Kyle Katarn is coming. He's coming at some point. He's going to be here. He's going to be in the series. He's going to be a, a, like a big deal. We have no idea what Luke Skywalker, you know, who he interacted with in all of those years. We don't know when he started to kind of form his academy. This is all wide open. You, there are decades, right? I mean, look, I mean th- there is tons of time that they can that they can kind of fill 
uh, here just when you talk about the end of uh, episode six and the beginning of episode seven. I mean, there's just tons of time. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and Kyle, honestly, Kyle, I feel like would be the perfect Jedi to bring back because then you don't have to go down the Ezra route. Right. Which we have Ahsoka. So all we're talking about is, man, is Ezra Bridger coming back? Is Ezra Bridger coming back? And then you don't even have to go down that route. You don't have to go down. What it, does Ezra enter into run into into Mando? Because, um, I mean, at some point we're going to see some Jedi. I mean, we know we're going to see Ahsoka, although she's technically not a Jedi. Right. So, you know, why not just create? You know, I mean, I think we will come into some Jedi that will be exclusive to this show. They will be it will be new. It doesn't have to be Kyle Katarn example could be it could. But we will run into some sort of Jedi like that. That's still alive. That's living. Or maybe we run into people who are, you know, that are force sensitive, but they they don't really know what it is or whatever. And they just kind of use it to their own, you know, to to their own benefit. Yeah, let, let me ask you a question. I'm, this is for anyone listening or anyone watching. What, do you want to see Kyle Katarn? Do you want to see him come back? Do you do you want to see him in the series? Because I think if people did and they were, and if you're loving, and what I'm seeing is the feedback from you know like the Crate Dragon, uh, the the you know the Crate Dragon Pearl. Uh, what what are the other references? There's tons of these references mm-hmm. that that take us back to literature. Cobb Vanth showing up, um, different aliens, different worlds that we're going to. If you're liking that, I have no, I I, I, don't, I don't know anybody who's out there who's going to be raging saying that like, yeah, I don't want to see. If you know who Kyle Katarn is, for that's that's the starter, then you know legends and you understand like his story and his arc and you 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 played the game or whatever. If you are just getting into this, and and you're wondering like why who's this guy we're talking about like why why are we even bringing him, bringing him up because he because. There are the we just saw what are probably dark troopers, right? And they are, they're in the game. They're they, it's 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 all about him, right? That's it's the game where mm-hmm. he shows up and he's he's that mm-hmm. big of a deal. So I just don't know why we wouldn't just go ahead and do it. And I, I guess I yeah. want it so bad that I'm sitting here saying like, please make this happen, please. I there, Matt, if you God before you saw this when we were saying, hey, what if Kyle Katarn shows up? We sound like a bunch of crazy guys who just are fanboying over that character because we do like him so much. But now we have, we literally have something in this series that is a nod towards his story, to mm-hmm. his, to his story in legends. So mm-hmm. it's big. He may be, he may, he may be, or again, it doesn't have to be Kyle himself, but it could be this character that has like him. That's like a new character, right? I mean, obviously Jason Janisola, right? Janisola, right? The solo twins from all the old stuff, Mara Jade, all that stuff, that stuff. Mara Jade could still exist and maybe they could too. Who knows? They just do it a different way or, or something like that. But you know, a lot of those people are gone, right? They're, right. they're, 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 they're gone and they redid it, you know, with, with Ray and, and Kylo Ren and stuff like that. So, um, you know, who knows what we're going to get, who knows, who knows what characters are going to do. And maybe they bring in somebody that has an entirely different name, but for all intents and purposes, totally Kyle Katarn. And yeah. so that's, yeah. and that's where you go. And there's going to be a lot, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of those, a lot of those characters, um, that we see. I mean, heck, they just brought Boba Fett back, right? And now Bo-Katan is 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 coming forward. So, um, they're doing it. They're expanding it. It's absolutely great. Um, yeah, it's so good. It's so, so Mandalorian is is so good. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 so good. And I guess I'll say one more thing. If like like if you're wondering what safe characters you could bring back, you know, Matt brought up a lot of them there, but there are a lot of characters that are safe that you could bring back, and Kyle is one of those characters. Uh, just like Thrawn, when they brought Thrawn back, 
no problemo. That didn't affect, that did not affect at all episodes, you know, seven, eight, and nine. Kyle Katarn would not either. There's totally a way in which you can bring him back, have a full Kyle Katarn story where you're even uh, interacting with Luke to some degree, and you don't have to bring back, and we're not saying, I'm not an advocate of bringing back every Legends character and making those stories. I'm just thinking, you know, like, why not? I mean, why you, you can you can name him whatever you want, as you say. You could call him something different. You could, and he could be just stand in for for Kyle. But there's no reason not to just go ahead and call him Kyle Katarn. I mean, it doesn't conflict with anything. There's nothing that it would throw off in continuity. Uh, it would just work. And so, you know, for new fans or for fans who are just getting into the Mandalorian, they're going cool. That's a cool name. They're like, who's this Kyle Katarn guy? They go search him up. There's a bunch of information on him. This is awesome. People dive back into that old material, and it's great. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, guys. And again, hey, let us know. Shoot us a comment. Uh, send, send us an email and let us know. Uh, okay, Ez, uh, let's dive into some of the theories here, man. We got a, we got a, we got a lot of these, a lot of transmissions sent to us. Um, so let's go ahead and dive, in, dive, dive into that. So uh, we got one, another one from Caleb here. He says, Hey, hello, Matt and Ez. I have an absolutely crazy theory, which I've been wanting to say for a while. I'm not sure Disney will go this way, but I think it's a crazy, funny theory. Uh, Baby Yoda is a Mortis god. Think about it. The father, the son, the daughter, and the child. Baby Yoda and Anakin were born very close together, and we hear in Chapter 12 of The Mandalorian that Baby Yoda has a very high M count. We all know what the M word is, right? Yeah. Uh, which M can only be, uh, you know, be assumed to be metachlorians. Perhaps Baby Yoda is the chosen one to bring balance to the Force. I think I heard this uh, a, uh, like a bit of this on a hyperspace hangout episode, uh, but I'm ex- you know just expanding it a bit here. Um, as I said, I don't know if Disney is going to take this route, but if they did, it would be amazing. May the Force be with you, Caleb. Yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks, Caleb. That's that's awesome. Um... Interesting. You know, I've been thinking, I've been thinking, Matt, a lot about Mortis, and I've been thinking about what that's, a, it's one of those crazy kind of arcs in the Clone Wars, and it shows up again in, in Rebels. In Rebels. Se- seemingly, it's showing up in a lot of stuff that Dave Filoni is is working with, you know what I mean? Uh, it seems to be, I mean, they're guarding, um, they're on Lothal, right? On this ancient Jedi temple, Lothal has uh, the Mortis gods there, and yeah, the child Think about that. That I mean, the father, right? And then you've got the like the brother, the sister. You've got or the daughter, the son, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got then it would be the child. I mean, it just uh, it's it's interesting. And we're going to Ahsoka, who I believe is possibly maybe some guardian of that world between worlds. Um, look, look at her with a white cloak. She looks reborn. Uh, she's got the the white staff with you know what what is that? Why did why is she wearing that? You know, she she could have showed up in anything, but but Dave Filoni chose that for a reason. Uh, is it Morai or Mori, the bird, right? Mm-hmm. The the from the daughter, uh, who who represented the light side of the uh, force, was guiding Ezra through that world uh, to Ahsoka. And again, uh, I, I I'll say it again, and I just want people's thought thoughts on this. Uh, the daughter, when when <laughs> these are extremely powerful, force sensitive beings, right? So go watch the Mortis arc again. The father, I, I and tell me if I'm wrong, Matt, but I, we've gone back and forth on this. The father becomes one with the force. Mm-hmm. Right. And that he becomes one with the force. The daughter is laid in the tomb. She gave up her life essence to bring Ahsoka back to life. She, that's what she did. She Ahsoka was dead. And she lay, she kind of poured herself into Ahsoka and and she, you know, then reanimates her and brings her back to life. It's almost as if the daughter 
like her force spirit or whatever you want to call that essence still lives on and does not go to the netherworld of the force, doesn't go beyond, cannot become necessarily one with the force. She's still tied and bound to this world because Ahsoka lives, right? Start that again, hashtag Ahsoka lives because as Ahsoka lives, so does that spirit, so does that whole arc. And now you're going to bring a child to her. I, I, so, I, Caleb, I think it's a good thought. I think it's something that we should think about. I think that's not going to be anything that they maybe explore in The Mandalorian, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if in another animated series or something later on that Dave Filoni comes back or reserves the right to kind of come back to it because it's fitting. He, there is some strong tie to Anakin, just in them being the same age, having a high midichlorian uh, you know, count, I mean, God, the, the two times that we've referenced midichlorians, it's, in, it's in, in relation to Anakin Skywalker and now the child. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it seems to fit. So. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. The Mortis arc is something, again, we see in... Yeah, you're right. We see it in Clone Wars and we see it in Rebels. Um, and it's it is entirely in, in reference to... Stuff that they, it's 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 entirely reference to these characters, you know, the the father, the son. Now it's rumored. Remember, that it's it's very high. It's rumored that we were going to see like the son of Mortis was one of the yeah. may honestly may, may have been the route we went in 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 what became Rise Rise of Skywalker. That was going to be one of the things, and Disney said said no to that right yeah. um so did they say no to it because they knew that mandalorian was coming and that was something that dave filoni had been like yeah maybe I'll, I'll do this and they just said well we'd you know don't want to don't want to do that i mean maybe maybe not maybe. i'm sure it was probably more along the lines of like that's a lot to go from where we're at in in this movie but um just interesting to see that you you have people that were potential that i mean you're talking about a movie and they wanted to do that Colin Trevorrow in his kind of script there was some stuff maybe about that but then one of the ideas JJ had about it was this Son of Morta stuff that's who that Matt Smith character maybe was supposed to be remember Matt Smith who was in Doctor Who and um, The Crown I think he's in uh, was maybe going to play Son of Mortis, and then his character never showed up and there was all this stuff and nobody knew uh, so yeah I mean it's out there and it's, and it's certainly a story we're going to return to at some point and now we're going to Ahsoka, who has, as you said, has very strong ties to it. I mean, incredibly strong ties to this this Mortis arc. And then they're so insistent on not calling him Baby Yoda and calling him yeah. the child. Right. Now, is is that why is that? I think is 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 the question. We've talked about the possibility of maybe Baby Yoda is actually a baby Yoda, uh-huh. right? And so they uh-huh. don't they don't want that. Maybe they're upset because they're like, no, he's his own thing, and he's not, you know, he's he is the child. But it's also the child, right? The father, the son, the child. So there's a lot of possibilities for it. Could certainly could certainly be one of them. Um, I 100% believe we will get something in reference to the Mortis arc in the Mandalorian. It's Dave Filoni's thing. Um, we we will we will definitely get some. I, are we gonna are we gonna get the, the finale of answers? No, I don't think so. Um, I think that may come if we get some sort of another Rebels follow up with with Ezra and and and, and Sabine um, and maybe more maybe more Ahsoka. So, uh, but I do believe we will get we will get some kind of answer or some sort of addition to that story in the Mandalorian. 
Yeah, and it's 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 crazy. I mean, so I don't know if um, some people was so you know it's it's tough. like the, like the Mortis stuff is just interesting because Ahsoka lives on, and Anakin then went on, and Anakin technically brings balance to that whole situation by because they all end up you know destroy. I mean, it's it's yeah they're able to kind of the balance happens in that they seemingly are are dead right, and we don't really know what like how that all. It's all weird. It takes place outside of time and space, which is interesting. And then they they are connected to a a realm that is outside of time and space. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what what's going to happen. I think Ahsoka knows more about it and maybe could fill in some of the gaps or, or whatever some of the things, the mystery surrounding it. Uh, but it's it's really cool. I don't know that uh, that he's meant to be some other you know take their place or to you know keep balance to one side or the other. That se- seemingly because those great force individuals are gone or have diminished um, that we don't need that anymore. And that Anakin did fulfill that, but it's still, it's still out there. I don't know. You know, so I guess we'll, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Guys again. Hey, let us know. What do you, we want, we want to, we want to know what you guys think about the Mortis arc because it's, it's big and it's, 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 it's coming up again and again. And we're getting, we're getting Ahsoka. So she's part of it. So, Maybe they don't even touch Mortis with her, but maybe they do. Maybe we just see Morai, the bird, right? Yeah. And 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 it's just kind of a oh okay, and then that's kind of what we're left with. So yeah. Um. Okay. All right. Got a big one here from Frank. Okay. He said I think he sent us one and then added a little bit more onto it. So it says hey guys, writing in with a season two theory. Uh, when Bo-Katan and again, some of these we were given, but just before this episode. So, um, the, uh, I, I believe this one is actually more of a of a last week's kind of kind of follow up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it says writing in the season two theory when Bo-Katan refers to the children of the Watch, I don't think she is referring to Death Watch. During the time of the Clone Wars, uh, which is when Din Djarin becomes a foundling, we know that Death Watch members removed their helmets quite often, as we see in the Clone Wars. In Season 1, Din says he hasn't taken off his helmet since he was a small child. If he was part of Death Watch, why wouldn't he have taken his helmet off as a kid, when we know Death Watch frequently removed theirs? This leads me to believe that the Children of, of the Watch is an entirely separate cult who are even more extreme about adhering to the old ways. Furthermore, we know that uh, Episode 4 uh, will take the Mando back to and the child back to Navarro, which we have seen now. Um, and Grief Cargo, I predict um, that maybe we will encounter the armor. So that didn't happen, but we could still encounter the armor in yeah, this so, season, which is yes. very, very likely. Um, so, you know, he says, maybe we will get something about, Bo, um, tell when, if we meet the armor, he will tell her, uh, what Bo-Katan told him and she will explain what the children of the watch truly are and how they relate to the greater Mandalorian culture. Let me know what you think about this theory. So now he has added onto this. And again, this was all before yesterday's, um, episode. So I'll kind of, work it in for for now uh he says i sent this email last night and i just realized something else that makes me kind of think of the children of the watch are not death watch he says death watch came into contact with the jedi in their prime on numerous occasions if din was a member um then you know how would he not know who the jedi are right if the jedi were were very prevalent uh perhaps he simply became a foundling too late as we know this was um 
you know, he was found towards the end of the Clone Wars due to the design of the Separatist gunship, gunship, which did not come into existence until the final year of the Clone Wars. I still find it to be unlikely that as a member of Death Watch, Din never heard about the Jedi. So again, he's saying, I think they're more, children of the Watch, more isolated. Yeah. Um, So one more thing as he's adding here. He says, Death Watch also has a vast knowledge of new Mandalorian culture as they were, um, you know, their number one enemy during the Clone Wars. We see Din, when Din sees Bo-Katan remove her helmet, he is absolutely shocked and initially believes that she's not even a Mandalorian. Uh, As a member of Death Watch, Din should have knowledge of who these, you know, these Mandalorians are. So it makes no sense that Din would be a member of Death Watch who has no knowledge of new Mandalorian culture, um, which, uh, and and he says, um, you know, which, which, Death Watch's main purpose was to remove Satine, right, uh, and take take Mandalore for themselves. He says, I apologize for the three emails, but it's just kind of how it came in my head. So, yeah, I hey Frank, first of all, thank you uh, for writing in. And as we we've t- uh, we we talked about this a little bit, I think on last week's podcast, yeah, um, about about the children of the Watch, and I think he's right, and 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 I think other people are right too who are saying this, and that it is even more separate than Death Watch, um. To me, the big thing was Mando, you know, Din says to Pocatan that Mandalore is a cursed planet. So to me, and remember, they talk about how only one of them can go out at a time. You know, there's some of that stuff going on in the early episodes of Mandalorian, right when he goes down, right. um, and he gets into kind of the, kind of the the fist fight there. Um, so, so to me, I believe that they are telling them that yet the. Mandalore, the planet is cursed. Don't go there because then it keeps them away from going out there and possibly finding the truth. And they can continue to kind of build this this version of 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 Mandalore that they are, um, you know, that, that, that they're building. They're doing all this stuff in what feels like secrecy. Is it to keep them safe or is it also to keep them in kind of control? Right. I mean, I think I think that's that's a that's a that's certainly a, a possibility as well. Yeah, no, I I think we talked about this a little bit uh, for sure on the last episode, and and I I totally agree with with Frank. Um, there is, I I also think you know uh, in, in the naming of that the children of the watch, um, is it Death Watch? Was it a group of was it of members a splinter cell from even Death Watch itself? Were there people who said we need to go uh, more even extreme? Even further, yeah. I mean, it very well it could have be there could be tiebacks to that. Uh, and they decide to create something completely new. And if you are that small, and I think we said this last week, if you are uh, like a small kind of splinter cell or different group or whatever, and you're you're uh, in conflict or you're, you know, you're, you're trying to, you don't want your foundlings to be influenced by the people who are, uh, you know, born on Mandalore or who are trying to restore it to this new way or this new Mandalore. So you would want to keep them isolated away from, everyone else and try to grow your numbers, develop that. But yeah, I think, I think for sure they're probably, they're not, it's not what death watch once was. And you have different groups in the Mandalorian history. These people who have their very opinion, they're very strong willed opinionated people. And you have different beliefs emerging and growing in them. Uh, we kind of, we kind of said there's even a darkness to Bo-Katan actually still. Uh, and that, and that she is, she is sort of um, in line with the way of the warrior but not to the extreme that those who want to bring back old Mandalorian, ancient Mandalorian traditions, want to, she's almost like kind of somewhere in the middle. Uh, she was once a member of Death Watch. So 
Bo-Katan herself is proves kind of Frank's point and other people's point that you can be a member of Death Watch and say, you know what, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to split off and start my own thing. And she did that. And so there are other people who I believe in Death Watch and the armor might be one of them who was once there who kind of knew some of these things and splits off and goes in, in their own way. Um, they, you know, the, the, well, the, the other thing is, it's crazy, right, that the Jedi where she talks about the ancient sort of history, this, this being the armor, talking about the conflict between them and, and Mandalore back in the day, these ancient sorcerers. But the Jedi are known as peacekeepers, right? Uh, and they keep the peace and that they are uh, formidable, but they would not be ones to kind of instigate conflict and start, you know, I guess, I guess uh, a fight or, or, or whatever with the Mandalorian. So I don't know if the armor would want to maybe keep keep her people uh, away from that. Like you don't want to discuss the way of the Jedi and you want to discuss, you know, who they are. Um, I don't know. I, I also think as Frank said, that you're probably found much later. And even this group, you know, th they, they could possibly be just a later group that didn't know the Jedi as well. And they weren't as close to the Jedi. And so it's not something that they, that they would, that they would likely bring up a lot, I guess. Like Bo-Katan and her group are, are closer. Satine uh, and them, they had they had better and closer relationships with um, the Jedi. And, and Death Watch, not necessarily. I mean, Death Watch has a closer relationship with uh, Darth Maul, um, you know, and, and, and the Sith. So, I don't know. I mean, it's a really good thought, Frank. I, I, I like it. I think other people are, uh, are, are kind of talking about it as well. And it's, um, it's an important distinction as we look back, we try to figure out what's going to happen between ultimately between Bo-Katan and the Armorer, and we can even talk later about maybe who the Armorer might be. Who who is she? Yeah. Actually, yeah, absolutely. All right, um, let's move on to our. Uh, I think this is our final transmission of the day, but then we're going to do some other stuff afterwards. Um, this is from uh, Wes. All right. Uh, first of all, Wes apologized. He's, he's he's like, sorry if I if I came across as harsh. Uh, you know, uh, heck no, that. man. Heck, Wes, no way, man. You, we love your, we love. I love it, things. dude. So, so no, we're we're good. You called it out, man. You were correct. You you you, had it, you had it going. So he says, um, uh, you, you know, yeah. Let me let me see here. So I want to I want to get to where, where his his tran his transmission starts. So he says, you know, the Ahsoka arc in the story is fascinating uh, to me, and it marks the beginning of the. Uh, he thinks it marks the beginning of the end of our little green friend. My theory is that we do not leave the child with Ahsoka, but she directs or leads Mando to someone who will take care of him and train him. Who could that be? I think it's unlikely it's Luke, and doubt we've seen the last of Ezra Bridger, despite what Filoni has said. The order um, This leaves largely either someone you listed, someone we've listed in the past, uh, someone who survived Order 66, um, and who part of the Jedi Order you know, before the fall of the Republic. I can't help but think that the Jedi, uh, that the Jedi search, you know, Moff Gideon, Bo-Katan, Ahsoka are all headed to the same end, meaning the story arc for each is going to unfold in the same critical juncture. Um, you know, is this obvious? Yes, but the path in which we all get there is not. A lot of people are suggesting that retconning, uh, that retconning that Luke was the last Jedi takes away from him. Um, in the originals, but I disagree. Yoda, Obi-Wan, and Vader could very well have missed people for any number of reasons, right? You know, the, themselves turning off to the Force, like Luke's and Last Jedi. I love where the story is going. It's only going to get better. 
He says, if I could make one request from Dave and John, it's this. Can we please have more episodes like one and three that greatly push the story and expand this micro Star Wars universe? I really enjoyed episode two, but it didn't do as much for the story. Don't get me wrong. I can't complain when we get more Star Wars and it's uh, and it's not my story to tell. But I have to remind myself of this when something uh, doesn't sit right. Dave and John are telling us their vision for Star Wars. And it is, uh, you know, I'm for one going to enjoy the ride no matter what. This is the way. Yeah. Yeah. Wes can also add on there. I have spoken. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. No, because I think he does think a lot. Um, The the first part of his transmission was kind of talking about how how you and I – we'll speculate and kind of weave our, our predictions. We go back to clone wars. We tie it into rebels. We tie it into the Mandalorian. And we even look at the rise of Skywalker and say, what, where's it all going? What, what's the whole story here? Because that is why you need sort of a, a story group and an over like a body that kind of looks for uh, looking at the continuity. I mean, now people used to say you, you can no longer say that, um, well, there's the films and the rest of that stuff, video games, books, comics, doesn't matter. It's not, no, now it has made its way onto the actual live into live action, which is a bigger deal and it matters. So now we can start to kind of weave all of it together and look at it and, and look at it cohesively. A um, couple points here. So Wes said, and I, I kind of agree with him, and I go back and forth on this. So I probably have said this. I probably have said the complete opposite somewhere on this podcast, but I, I'm I'm more leaning towards this galaxy is huge. It's a big galaxy. There's tons of people in it. There's tons of different planets and systems and races and things like that. So he brought up a point about Yoda and Obi-Wan and Vader not knowing about other Jedi and Jedi cutting themselves off from the Force and actually Jedi even forsaking the Jedi way and just living out their life and raising a family and saying, no more will I be a Jedi, and they, and they walk away from it. Um, can they still have Force-sensitive children? Possibly, Yes. Uh, you know, c- could they matter later on after after Luke Skywalker, you know, because ro- that's the thing. Luke rises out of such a dark place like the Jedi are gone. No, no one is stepping up, not even Obi-Wan. Uh, like like Obi-Wan is called upon, right? He's, you know, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. But he has been sitting on the sideline, meditating, working with Yoda, thinking that there may be one chance and it's Luke and, 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 and Leia, and that they could be the thing that could bring us out of this darkness. So that's all they know. Uh, Ahsoka was doing her thing. She's not in communication with them. They, they, they don't know. I don't think it undermines. I think maybe we do sometimes give Yoda too much credit. You know, when gone am I, the last of the Jedi, will you be? That's still true. That's true in Yoda's eyes. It's true in our eyes. Regardless of whether there was other Jedi out there doing whatever, they're not in this galaxy and they're not in this fight. He is the last of the Jedi. He truly is. Even if, you know, we were talking earlier about bringing up Kyle Katarn. Kyle Katarn steps back onto the stage. That's fine. He is now an emerging Jedi, an emerging Force-sensitive or something. Ahsoka is, is, she's outside of the Jedi Order. Ezra Bridger, outside of this freaking galaxy in the unknown region, we don't even know if he's alive. We have no idea. Um, So I don't think it's going to take away from that one line uh, where Luke is like this th- this last Jedi. He is the only Jedi who stepped up and who did something. Yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, it, you know, it, it, it yeah. took on, and, and took on uh, the entire, you know, empire. Uh, so, I mean, Dak wanted to, but, I mean, Luke said, don't worry, buddy, I'm going to do it for you. I mean, sorry, a little throwback to episode five. <laughs> Take on the whole empire myself. All right. Uh, 
Yeah. So, so Wes, I mean, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I kind of think that's, that's a really good point. Now, is this all headed Matt in the, in the, in the same spot, the same place, the, the Jedi search, Moff Gideon, Bo-Katan, Ahsoka, all headed to the same place. Is that obvious? Does it matter if it's obvious? Right. I mean, I think e- even, even if that's the, the case, I, I like it. I, I like it a lot. I think there'll be some surprises along the way. I think there's actually probably several stories developing in several, you know, different, this is why the galaxy it's, 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 it's so vast. There's so many different people, so many cool stories. And it's why I love it so much because you can connect to so many different things. I used to not be a fan of the Mandalorians. Now I want to know what, what the way is I'm connected to the child. I love the child. I don't, I'm invested. Nothing had better happen to that young man. Okay. I will go nuts. I will go nuts if we lose him. Um, so yeah, it might be headed, uh, you know, all in the, all in the same uh, direction or or path. I don't know what that is. I can definitely speculate about it. Um, I can make some predictions, and I have some crazy ones. But I don't know, Matt, what do you think? Yeah, um, I love it, man. I just I, I I love I love everything that's happening in the in the Mandalorian. I think. I think it's great that we're expanding this. The, the third, basically, they're, they're, they are kind of the third group. Uh, you know, you get outside of the 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 Republic and the and the Empire and all the you know light and dark, right? And now we get to that that third sec- section, which is like the scoundrels and the criminal underworld and uh, you know the bounty hunters and and all of these things. And we are expanding on that. And it's great. We're getting to see all of these smaller planets and how they're how they're affected. Um, I loved actually that uh, you know Grief Karga said in this last episode that he's he doesn't want the New Republic involved out here. I wish they'd leave the Outer Rim alone. Um, and and it's cool. And we get to see these characters where everything isn't weighted down by you know like complete control of the galaxy and the, and the Sith and the, and the Jedi and the force. And you just get to see people. You just, you just get to see, you just get to see people. It's one of the things I loved uh, about rogue one was that you got, you finally got to see um, these people. And again, this, you know, it was, well, we really hadn't actually seen it on, on screen uh, because you were dealing with, because we had the clone wars. You, you got to start to see a little bit in rebels. Um, but in, in rogue one, I felt like we got to see like, you know, Man, we keep hearing that the empire is bad, but we never really like see them doing things that that are bad. And now it's like, oh wow, we get to see the empire doing, you know, things that are bad, not just trying to take down Luke and Leia. And you know, I mean, we see them yeah. destroy Alderaan, obviously, but I right. mean, like day to day people, right? You yeah. know, you don't yeah. meet those people in the originals. Um, and so I thought that was kind of cool. That's what I loved loved about Rogue One, and I, I like that we get to see it now here too with these with these smaller people, these these. You know, now there's bandits. There's there's all of these things, and we're exploring it. Um, and where is it all going? I think it's I, th- I I don't know. I that and that's what I love. I have no idea how this series is going to end because it's like is there going to be some big mega confrontation? Are we going to retake Mandalore? And and why is it Mandalore involved in in seven, eight, and nine? I mean, there is such a big time jump. Um, you know, the, the beginnings of the first order, there's so much story to tell in, in, in in the, in the Mandalorian. Yeah. I, I want to jump in here real quick. I think, um, I guess the question that, that Wes and some of us are kind of beating around is, is the child going to be trained in the ways of the force? (laughs) Yeah. Like, right. Is he going to be trained in the ways of the force? Is he going to become a Jedi? Yes or no. To, to listeners, to, to viewers, is the child going to be, 
Din cannot change. I mean, right, he, he's not someone who can raise him to be a Jedi. He's supposed to return. He's been, you know, that's his whole mission. He's supposed to return him to his kind, who can care for him and who can show him and guide him in the ways of the Force. Unless we find out that Din himself is also Force-sensitive and we have all of a sudden this, this you connection. Know. You know, the Darksaber you know, takes us back to the days when you had a Mandalorian who was a part of the Jedi Order. That would be kind of cool. Um, but I think... When you look way far ahead and you think about the future of Star Wars, it's in this child. It's in this child who could live and who could take us far into, I mean, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years into the future. We could flash forward and we could see stories. Um, and we saw him as a child. And to see him, could you imagine? I mean, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm going to do something that's kind of crazy. As, as sometimes sits around, I think about uh, the future of Star Wars. But could you imagine if the child was as old as Yoda. And have you seen the have you seen the old um what's it's the High Republic artwork for Master Yoda mm-hmm. and what he looks like. Mm-hmm. And he's got so way which is more like three like three, four hundred years ago yeah. from the prequels and stuff. Yeah. He's got like his hair going back. He's got like different things and he's got like he looks cool. He looks like a warrior. I mean he looks like someone who you would not I mean he's he's short and he's smaller, but like at the same time he's he still looks like a master. A master, and you're like, holy, I would not want to cross that guy. Guy, He's got power. If this child grows up to be like that, and we see that same sort of, you know, posture and that same look and that same, uh, you know, feel or image, but yet we see little nods on his outfit or in his lightsaber to the Mandalorian. If he has a lightsaber that's hilt is made of Beskar. I mean, I'm just thinking like way far ahead, like the things that you could do with that. And like we're seeing his like the, like the very beginnings of this. We're going to tell this story. It's going to be fascinating. But I think, you know, even 20, 30 you know, years from now when I'm still alive, what is Star Wars going to do? They're going to they're going to call upon this child to lead us into a new you know era. Uh, and it just it's it. That's why if, if we if if this child dies, I am going I don't see a future. For, for, I, you know, uh, I don't see I a know. future. I, now so. I'm just I'm just envisioning a scene in which like Mando is severely hurt and Baby Yoda heals him, and then Baby Yoda like becomes one with the Force, and it would just be like the saddest. Oh my god! It would be like the single saddest moment in all of Star Wars. Like, yeah, I don't I, think I could come back. From I'm getting teary eyed thinking about it. I'm getting teary eyed thinking about it. You are. <laughs> but could you oh, imagine? I mean, people would be like, "This is amazing." I mean, this is a this is it's amazing. I mean, and it's like it is. Yeah. Yeah, that would be crazy. That would be crazy. But yeah, I don't know. So it's it's cool to kind of think about and speculate as to where long term, where are we going and, and, and what's happening? And I guess even in the short term, I mean, we brought up Kyle Katarn. We brought up like different people who could. I mean, Matt, if you just told me that Ahsoka knows of other Jedi and she knows of a place that's right. being where they're being trained. This is a couple years like Luke could have met Kyle. We actually don't mm-hmm. know. He could have met you know, who knows, and, and taught them something about the Force. And he says, I'm going to send to you some younglings. I want you to, you know, take care of them, keep them together, keep them safe, Kyle. And Kyle has them, and some other masters maybe have them, and they're working mm-hmm. with them, or, you know, who knows. Or maybe Ahsoka uh, is running her own thing, and Luke is not ready for that. Luke is not ready to pass on what he has learned. And Ahsoka is doing that through Ezra or whatever. We just don't, they can do it if they want to, and I hope they do. I hope mm-hmm. they do. You know. Yeah, yeah, guys, let us know. Let us yeah. let let us know. Just let us see where's yeah. it going. Uh, All right, as let's move on over here. Um, episode five, chapter thirteen of the Mandalorian. Uh, we believe this will be the Ahsoka episode. Uh, there's rumors it's 
like an hour long. There's rumors it's simply called titled The Jedi. Yes. Um, what are our kind of predictions going into this? Uh, what do we think we're going to see? We talked about Corvus. Is it a trap? Um, is it is it an actual planet? The city of Kaladin, right? Are, are any of those secret meetings? Um, you know, the episode of Bo-Katan, episode three, um, you know, she kind of gives him like a, a you know, a look kind of at the end. Maybe she's she's sending him. She says that Ahsoka will lead you to the Jedi, not that Ahsoka is a Jedi or was a Jedi or anything or anything like that. Right. Um, so I, what are what are what are your kind of your thoughts uh, and, and, and predictions for this for this upcoming episode? What do you think we're going to see? Well, so, you know, interesting on, at the end of the last episode, we see an informant for the for the Imperials who has put a tracking beacon, which is classic move in, in Star Wars, right? Uh, that that tracking beacon, that homing beacon has been uh, installed. It's there on the ship. And so now they can they know where the child is at and they are going to. And, you know, Moff Gideon is coming like for sure. So you, I, I'll tell you right now what, what my, my prediction is Ahsoka is going to have to defend that child from Moff Gideon. I, I think Din's going to try and I, I think he's going to be overwhelmed He'll be on his search. He'll be on his way to, to find Ahsoka. And he won't find her in time. We'll, we'll be like, crap. The, the Imperials are on him. Moff Gideon is bearing down on him. And he's, and he's fighting Moff Gideon. He's doing everything he can. He's using all of his resources. But he's no match. You know? There's something about Moff Gideon with the saber, whatever. Maybe we're actually going to see the Dark Troopers. I don't know if they're going to show up. You get the Dark Saber, the Dark Troopers. Why not uh, bring them out? Mando can't take them on. He sends those guys in, in waves, walks over, and he's going to literally, you know, take the child from Mando, and it takes Ahsoka, you know, to step in there, like the person who he was searching for. It's the idea that, like, Din is walking. Um, it's kind of like when Luke shows up on Dagobah, and Yoda is watching Luke. Yoda saw Luke before, you know, Luke ever saw Yoda. I mean, he's, he's I feel like I'm being watched. And I think that's Din. I mean, Ahsoka will be watching him as he enters her domain, and she will see that he's under attack. She'll she'll assess the whole situation. We're going to see a white lightsaber, and it's going to blow us away. It's going to be absolutely mind blowing. And but she's going to have to fight Moff Gideon. That's my prediction. That's what I think is going to happen. That's why I think it's going to be huge. And Dave Filoni is involved in it, wrote it, the whole thing. Um, there's going to be nods like that, you know, back to the originals, back to stuff we saw with Ahsoka. In Clone Wars and Rebels, so yeah, um, I think it. Uh, my my prediction is, I think it's gonna feel like Episode Five, where Luke goes to meet Yoda. Um, we're gonna meet Ahsoka, and she's going to maybe have like a robe on. What's this city gonna look like? I think it's gonna. Be, I feel like I don't know. We have no idea, but I feel like it's kind of a foresty town. Um, I don't know why. I don't. This is what I think. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's not. Maybe it is like a bigger city. Um, I, I just envision Ahsoka Im immediately being this character who we know, but Din does not know is obviously this great and powerful person. Um, I am with you in that. Um, I don't know. If this episode is an hour long, I think this is the first and last time we see Ahsoka this season. I'm not saying she dies or anything, but I'm yeah. saying... I do think it is the first and, and last time we see her this season. Um, and I think that it'll be Bo-Katan who comes back and is that kind of like, 
we'll see her at the end and some sort of like coming in saving the day kind of kind of a thing as we get ready for I think like a war which is probably what's going to happen in, in like the end of season three or something like that um yeah I am with you I think Moff Gideon and those guys are going to be barreling down on them uh at some point uh, if, if this episode's an hour, if this episode is like over 50 minutes, then it's going to be a big episode. So there's going to be a ton of stuff happening. Yeah. Um, I'm with, yeah, I'm with you. I do think he will be tracked. Let me just say this. I would not toss out the possibility of also seeing Boba Fett in this upcoming episode. Okay. I have, I've been, I've been, I've reading, I've been reading some theories, um, that, Boba Fett may actually have been hired by Moff Gideon to wow. track, to track. Um, and so now we have a tracking wow. location on him. Um, so there's there there's that. I think I am moving off the idea a little bit of Boba Fett has been on Tatooine this entire time. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. Just it's just it's just a thought. But the more I think about it, the more I research Boba Fett and all this stuff, I think he's not really the kind of guy who would just like, Oh, I'm going to go hide for like yeah. four or five years. That's just not, right. it's just not who he well, is. He's too good. He's too good. He's too, he's too good. I mean, he doesn't need yeah. to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe his armor was lost and he just didn't know where it was. Maybe he thought, I don't know. So, sure. there, so there's that. <clears throat> okay. So I would not, I, w- I just, I would not toss out the idea of, of, of seeing Bob Fett in this, in this upcoming episode. And it would be the big kind of, Oh, that's not what we were at all expecting kind of a thing yeah well i mean uh fennec shand right was someone who we saw knocked out possibly uh that boba fett walks up to if that is boba fett i mean you know remember the whole thing at at the end Mm -hmm. there like has he been tracking him since things went wrong uh maybe uh it it, it could be possible um wow that's that that's an interesting one that boba fett would maybe you know show up the other one that we that we've seen that's out there that's pretty pretty big and uh again full credit to uh, i think it was a listener for star wars explained who sent this in as just one part of their q a who who said that maybe this is a trap and that bo actually in exchange for the dark saber would acquire yoda i think this is kind of crazy would, would would acquire baby yoda uh and maybe didn't have the numbers or didn't think that she could take din right then and there I think she could have, but um, that maybe she wants to get the child and is help. Not, I don't know. She seems to hate Moff Gideon. I don't, I, I like when I thought about that, right. I, I initially, it sounds interesting. Like, yeah, that would be nuts to see someone take the child and swap the child for the dark saber. Cause you want that. And it's so important. Uh, that would go completely counter to the way, according to Din, he wouldn't give two craps about the dark saber, you know, whatever. And it would make, there's this darkness that's in Bo-Katan that we'd be like, holy, she's at, at all costs, she is going to try to restore Mandalore. I still think she has that mentality. I just don't think she's willing to take a foundling and swap it, you know, for the saber. I also don't think Moff Gideon's given that saber up at all to any Mandalorian uh, willingly, even for an exchange with this child. I don't think he would do that. But I just thought it was cool. I thought I'd throw it out as, as uh, you know, things for, for folks to think about because we're always interested in hearing, you know, different theories and, and, and thoughts from the... Uh, you know, Star Wars community. So, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Hey, guys, as all, hey, let, I want to know. I want to know what people's predictions are. I want to know where they think this is going and what is going to happen. Again, assuming that this, we may not, who knows, this may not be the Ahsoka episode, but it is written and directed by Dave Filoni. So, 
It's also coming out on a day in which most people have off, which is also the single biggest shopping day. Maybe not this year because, you know, COVID. I don't, what if I don't it's know. not? What if it's not? Maybe it's, not, it's not. But, I mean, I'm just you know? saying, I think, you know, I mean, you know, you didn't know when they were filming this last year, they didn't know that this would be a, a COVID year. So if they were planning on this, this is like the day. I mean, this is the merch, big merchandise, everything. Right. You know, this is this is the day that, that that typically comes out on. So, so guys, hey, let us know. Shoot us a comment. Shoot us a transmission, and let us know what are your major predictions. Um, as all right, man. Any any anything else? Oh yeah, we are gonna hammer out some YouTube comments. Let me put, get the, let me get these uh, pulled oh, yeah. up here. Unless we unless we have any unless anything else uh, that we kind of have on our on our on our mind here while I'm getting these pulled up. No, yeah, you go ahead and pull those up. I mean, um, again, what we're I do want I do want to hear people's thoughts, theories, and predictions. And I know it's kind of tough, but on the weekend, you know, as you guys are, are early in the week, if you guys send us stuff, um, predictions going forward, we'll try to do another follow up episode, maybe get right before. Uh, so Wes and whoever, you know, if you guys have thoughts. Send those in. We can we can uh, put together kind of um, a short, maybe mini episode on YouTube with your guys' thoughts and theories and predictions, and then do some follow up and and you know see see what we got right, see what we got wrong. Yeah, I always say too. I want folks to remember when we we said this with Rule the Galaxy. Uh, and again, shout out to those guys. I was super happy to have them on. Um, Joe and Brent were awesome. Can't wait to meet some of the other guys on that on that project. But. Um, they they kind of have the same the same thought. We're consumers. We want to just enjoy this. And Wes said it. You know, when you just sit back and enjoy what you get. But it is fun as long as you can do it and you can limit yourself and kind of confine. You know, don't get your hopes up. I guess I kept saying all this stuff about Kyle Katarn. I'm not going to be mad if Kyle Katarn is not in it. Not at all. Um, I don't right. actually look for him to be in it. Quite frankly, uh, it would be cool. I, w- I would love it. I would I would be blown away. But I'm not sitting here going if that's not in. The Mandalorian, I'm done. That, I, that, I think that's too far. People have got to calm down and, and come off of that um, because you're once, again, they're telling a story over a decade now. You know, they're, they're going to be, they're working way ahead here, I think, and they're going to tell stories in The Mandalorian that are going to tie to other things later on. So it's, it's a lot. We're not, in, we're not in the writer's room, and that's okay. Uh, we're out here speculating, having a good time, just having fun. So. Yeah, That's where I'm at. Um, okay, well, uh, let's. Uh, we're going to respond here just to some of the YouTube comments we've gotten. So, as I did an ep- uh, a, a YouTube episode called "Top 50 Star Wars Characters That Could Be in the Mandalorian," it was a lot of fun. We literally just went through the list. I mean, it was like A characters, B sit characters. I mean, <laughs> just tons, tons of characters. I mean, we had, we had, you know, could we see Luke? Could we see Lobot? Who knows? All right. right I yeah, mean, yeah, you know, just yeah. any yeah. and just and, and we kind of broke down just about how old some of these characters would be. Um, around the time of 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 the Mandalorian, um, so some uh, one of the ones here, um, I uh, I saw somebody said they'd love to see is Fen Rayu uh, R A U um, and Rex. Now Rex is somebody we didn't cover in there. Um, we have I think talked about him before. Again, who knows? We may see Rex next episode. Right. If he is if he is with if he is with Ahsoka, and we, we talked about the idea. If you're going to do Rex, obviously. You already have Tamora Morrison playing Boba Fett. You would have him also possibly pay play Rex and just obviously give him, you know, a big beard and make him look a lot older. Um, so that is that is certainly a, a character that I would love to see. Would 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 be Rex. Um, if we don't see Rex uh, in the Mandalorian, then I think my fear is the worst for Rex, and that Rex will have. Uh, 
passed on uh, at some point just because of just how old he would be because it's the way he, it ages. Um, but Rex is obviously such a huge uh fan fan favorite um we talked about i i think on an on on a hyper we did a live stream um the other the other day uh which guys by the way hey we do, we do those from time to time just come on in hang out we're just hanging out and talking hanging out in hyperspace and 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 talking talking star wars um yeah and so i mean as what what do you think about rex i mean do do you, Think, yeah, I think we'll see I, him. If you, I, if I don't do. know, I, I think it would be cool. I, I would be interesting. I doubt we're going to see him, uh, just because I saw you know you take a look at uh, Boba Fett, who was an unaltered clone, and you look at how old he he is. I, it would just Rex would be much older. And again, I'm all for it. I know we want to see like a really cool. I mean, that's a lot of folks are talking about Rex, and they want to kind of see him go out in this glorious sort of um, battle like thing. What would be nuts is if we. We, we, we go meet Ahsoka, and there's Rex. And it's, you know, Tamora Morrison is playing, like, an older version, and we're like, is that Boba Fett? No. Right. You know, that's, that's not. Rex. Uh, it's Rex. And that's, that's like, that would be, that would be wild. I mean, that would be going for it right there, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and so, uh, yeah, yeah. And the other one is Fen uh, Rao, I think it, it is. We see we see him um, in, some of, in some of the Clone Wars episodes, uh, with, and, and as well uh, in Rebels, right? He's, he's there with Sabine. Um and he 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 aids them right he he ends up he ends up aiding them he's on the mission to to Crownist uh he fights in the battle of Atalon you know he's part of that war on on Mandalore uh yeah and and so he along yeah well, along with the rebels Ren Bridger and so on um they they kind of discover uh the nemesis there you know the uh, Viceroy uh, Gar Saxon and and so he was pretty cool in the whole he's he's in that uh, siege of Mandalore arc or whatever. Uh, part of the protectorist. I think it would be neat to see him because you would then start to, that would be someone who possibly could tell us more about uh, the various clans and, and what happened and, and the factions and who he is supporting. Maybe um, I don't really remember actually at the end, what, what happened to him. You, I don't, you know, at, the, at the very, I, end. I don't, I don't really think anything. I, I don't know if we, it's not like we see a definitive yeah. end or anything for him. Yeah, just I mean, from what I remember, uh, the, where I remember him the most is just that he was aiding, you know, Clan Wren in, in its war against Gar, Gar Saxon, and it's you know Sabine is is going up against the um, the weapon that she created for the Empire that could kill Mandalorians, and so he was, you know, um, helping with that. So, yeah, yeah, uh, we got yeah, and then another one on that video, uh, fifty characters who could appear. We literally just picked anybody who you know, tried to get as many as we could in there who who could still be alive. Um, looks like Viet Larry is his name. Says uh, the only one that matters in this list is Babu Frick. Will we see Babu Frick? I don't know, but I would love it. Oh, it would be so awesome. I, I I think it would be nuts just if they did some type of connection, you know, to to Babu Frick. Even just in passing, you don't need to do anything crazy with Babu Frick. Just boom, he's there. Uh, he's doing something cool in some shop or for some, you know, for for some group. It would be it'd be cool. Some droid maintenance or or what you know, splicing. Who knows. It would just be really cool. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Okay, uh, another another episode we did on YouTube called "Who Are the Children of the Watch: Mandalorian Season Two, Chapter Eleven Explained." I uh, got a comment here from Jalen Ashley, um, who says there is a theory that the armor is Rook cast yeah. uh, of 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 the Mandalorians, which would explain why she'd be so accepting of Baby Yoda becoming a part of the clan because she served with a, f- a foreign ruler of Mandalore. Um, you know, this is the way, uh, uh, and so 
That's a, that is a character I had to look up. I was like, who's her cast again? She we see her right. She's part of that Darth Maul uh, group on group on 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 Mandalore. And I think the last thing we see of her is her basically kind of getting arrested, right? Kind of right there at the end of end end of Clone Wars. And I think that's it. That's the last we see of her. Yeah, it was neat. Um, that last season of Clone Wars, folks were really kind of happy to see her because she was in a comic book, and they're like, "Wow!" The, the, the people were speculating, wondering if um, if we were going to see her character show up, and she and she does. And so she's someone who went from comic book then to the animated series, and then if you're saying all of a sudden now we're gonna we're gonna you know move this character over into uh, the TV series, or maybe she's already there in, in the form of the armor, that would be you know really cool. So, yeah. Yeah, it'd be cool. And, and she would almost actually she'd be kind of the right age for it. Um, so that could certainly work. And then obviously her ties to Death Watch could be like, oh, no, we're going to cause a splinter group um, and stuff like that. And so that could definitely create some cool uh, some, some cool cool ties in there. Yeah. So, hey, so yeah. thank you. Thank you for that comment. Um, OK, so for the episode, uh, this is a, uh, some comments here on an episode I did yesterday, which was just our initial reaction uh, to to the Mandalorian. Uh Chapter twelve, episode four of season two, and we and I in that I mentioned, hey, there's those cloning things. Is that Snoke? Um, and that kind of caused definitely some some comments here. So from Pablo Fernandez, he says, just listen to the music, uh, and then search Snoke's theme from The Force Awakens. Um, the music is even heard during this scene in Rise of the Skywalker, where Palpatine tells Anakin about uh, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis. No, he said, no, um, <laughs> you know, so, uh, he says so. So it's definitely one of it's it's it could definitely be something to do with with Snoke slash slash Palpatine, right? Yeah, 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 exactly. And that's that's neat to kind of pay attention to the to the music and the whole the the vibe and 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 the feel. It definitely gives off this idea of Snoke. It just does. I mean, I, y- your mind jumps there. And even if it's not, it's meant to kind of cause you to think that, and that, that even could be something that they're using to mislead us a little bit. Um, and that's okay. Uh, either way, what, whether it is going to directly correlate to Snoke uh, or it just is a type of science and technology that they use later for Snoke. It's cool. Well, that would be a correlation. Yeah. So yes, yeah, so it would. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, super cool. Yeah, I I didn't I didn't notice the music initially that it was that it was Snoke's. I am I will I'll go back I'll go back and and listen to that. But I mean that was just seeing it. That's what I thought of. Man, boom. There's that that's that's that possible Snoke connection. So glad to see that people are. Hey, uh, thanks Pablo for 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 looking into that. Um, all right, got another one on that video from uh, Rule Farm Boy, our buddy Anthony over there on yeah. on, on Twitter. Uh, great guy. He says, uh, "Might those black troopers be similar to the dark troopers, like we see in the ones from Dark Forces?" Your thought? Yeah, that's what Ed and I were talking about at the top of the podcast. Um, I, I think so, man. I think I yeah, think they're trying to yeah. create these sort of super soldier, either force sensitive, maybe force resistant, mm-hmm. uh, power powerful soldiers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, Gideon, and it's it's neat that Gideon's around, and and you know that whole project because of the dark saber and because of its history. Uh, the Sabres history, um, it, it's 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 got to be right. I mean, it has to be the Dark Troopers. I mean, it has to be. So I, I don't know. I don't know what else it could be, but yeah, there is even a comic. There was a, I was looking up. There's whether it's the it's like the Imperial Commando. So it was um it was it was another type of comic that people were, were pointing to. I have to look that up. But like, yeah, not even just the video game, but that it could even be a connection to something that w- that happened in the comics. Was there a comic? You remember around uh, with dark with dark forces? I I don't know, but I'm sure there there, there probably is. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Uh, okay, uh, another one um, here um, saying, uh, think he's working on force troopers at first, and then they deviate to the force-ready uh, vessels for Sheev Palpatine later down the road, but, you know, still still don't get it quite right. So, um, yeah, we were talking about that at the top of the show, too. Um, it, it's just cool to see that, hey, maybe whether this is ultimately something to do with Palpatine or something, if we know the Empire is working on this for dark troopers, they're definitely working on it for Palpatine. Yeah, yeah, no, that's 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 exactly. I actually is, uh, <laughs> said better than what I've been trying to say this whole time is that th- that's the phases in which we might uh, go, and it might ultimately uh, tie us into Snoke and and Palpatine. So yeah, um, okay, then got one uh, final one here uh, from Lady Shannon, a longtime listener of some of our yeah. other podcasts. Says this was a great episode. Uh, the Force Cookie Heist was the best. <laughs> I love Greek Karga's reaction to seeing Baby Yoda again. Scooped him right up. You know, uh, scooped picks him right up. Uh, the bad guys, um, yeah, need uh, need some. They scared her. Uh, it says my my teenage pointed my teenager pointed out that Baby Yoda um, isn't in the newer movies. Uh, we've decided to go to the theory that maybe he's in hiding. So where is Baby Yoda um, in, in 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 the sequels? Yeah. Um, and yeah, good 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 point. I mean, that's one of the things. None of these characters we see, unless it is that they are just part of the giant fleet that shows up at at the end. Um, we do see Ghost in there, right? From from Rebels, uh, we, you know. I, it, we, you do. Uh, there is a ship in the Force Awakens that does look like the Razor Crest. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, who knows? I mean, it's it is the big question when we talk about the future of Star Wars. Like, what is, you know, what happened to Ezra, Ahsoka, whoever? Do they just sort of, you know, drift back? I mean, like like the other big thing is we have no idea. All they have to do is give us one comic book or one novel where Luke Skywalker has his academy and sends a group with the child. Maybe he's there at that point. Flash forward 10 years from now, there's still plenty of time in between, you know, from now, from, from where we are in Mando to the beginning of The Force Awakens, plenty of time before Luke's temple is even destroyed where he sends a group, you know, out to a distant region of, of the galaxy where they have to go explore something, and that's where they've been. They've been on a mission, you know, from... Master Skywalker, they're they're carrying out sort of his last command, uh, perhaps. So that would be that that would explain it. That actually happens in, in the New Republic in some of the old Legends books when Thrawn is first found. It's because these well, and Palpatine's a part of that as well. Um, I think it's called Outbound Flight. Is is the novel where in which a group of Jedi uh, and, and individuals go way out to the unknown region. They explore and they come across various uh, you know different alien species and things like that. So I think. We got to remember too that that what where the conflict is happening in the galaxy is important uh, because on the other side of the galaxy they could be out of communication or or they could have been right. on on a separate mission. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean maybe they're in the unknown regions. Who knows? Yeah. Who 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 knows? So, all right, guys. Hey, thanks for sending. Uh, thanks for commenting on all of our YouTube videos. We'll we'll keep doing this. I like it. It's a lot of fun because this is another way. It's basically a transmission, uh, yeah. and to get your guys and to get your guys thoughts on the show. As um, all right, as one more final topic for today. I know I said that was our final topic, but really quick, yeah. what did you think of the holiday special, man? Oh my gosh! Oh, my <laughs> I gosh. mean, what did you what did you think? Wow! I mean, it was it was a wrap. Uh, it, it was, was, it, was, was it was it was so awesome. It wasn't a trap. It was a wrap. Um, it was <laughs> hello there. Um, some some of my, I it was loaded it's, with jokes, just loaded. And I, it was so cool to see Ray also just do, 
you know, trying to become. By the way, it's it's the follow up. I mean, it's literally. The it, I, I think it's canon. It's canon. I mean, they literally trying... use the way between worlds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I mean exactly. Yeah. They're jumping through portals, going back. So I, you know, it, it, you guys have got to go see it if you haven't seen it. Um, it's so much fun. It's only There's like so many different minutes. things. It's yeah, yeah. It's something actually tonight. I was uh, my sister wants to watch it. Uh, she wants to watch it with my niece Rachel, who has been asking me. By the way, you know, does Ray know no baby, baby Yoda? Yoda. And, and there so, is a you you see Ray see right? baby Yoda, and she says, "Oh, how cute!" It's so right. Good. I know. Yeah, good moments. So. Yeah, I loved it, man. I in all honesty, like it was. I went into it being like, "Ah, it'll be whatever." And again, I was like, "Wow, this is this is funny. This this is pretty good." And now, like just thinking back on it, I was like, "Oh, this is, it's really good, actually." Like, yeah, especially compared to the original holiday special, could not be. They're on total opposite sides of the yeah of the um uh, of the, of the spectrum. Yeah, it's so great. So many jokes. Um. There's one the I can't remember exactly what the joke was, but it was something about like this is worse than Jar Jar's like Senate run or something like oh, that. Yeah, it was like it yeah. was hilarious. Um, all the Darth Maul kind of like crawling right, and he's like got his legs yeah. legs chopped off. Uh, and then Vader uh, when Darth at some point Darth Vader is fighting himself, and he's like impressive, most impressive. It's just great. It's fast though. I mean, man, the the pace is faster than the first ten minutes of Rise of Skywalker. Um, right, but right. I mean, the, the jokes. Like, that's the joke yeah. of itself. I was like, wow, they're really. Wow. Uh, yeah, the, the it's it's funny. It's I will I would I will watch it again. I I will totally. Yeah. I will I will totally. It felt good. Yeah, it felt. Really it does. Good. If it feels good, um, it's you know, it's it was fun. It was it, it was fun, and it's added to Disney Plus, and it's something you can watch, uh, later. And uh, yeah, I I I liked it, man. It's all it's all and it's all Legos too. It's all it's all the Lego characters. I thought that's an easy way to do it, um, and and an absolute ton of fun. So, all right, guys. Hey. With that, that is our show for today. Um, as always, we want to appreciate and we appreciate. I want to thank you guys for hanging out with us here in hyperspace. Um, as and I are going to be keep hammering out content over on uh, YouTube. There's a lot of exclusive stuff over there, so stay tuned for that. Um, we got some more Patreon content coming, uh, so certainly uh, be sure to check that out, guys. Uh, and we will be, man, hammering down on this next episode if it is, in fact, yeah. the Ahsoka episode yeah. and getting ready for it. So be sure to send us your thoughts, your origin stories, thoughts, you know, theories, questions, or any of your favorite memories from a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com. We will see you next time, and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops.
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.